0: How the sly gnome and his half-orc steed killed everything, literally. I'm playing a 12th level one-off with a party that has an elf wizard, an elf sorcerer, an elf druid, and a half-orc barbarian named Ront. Of course, the elves are all buddy-buddy with each other. The pansies that elves are kit themselves out for ranged combat and in the process make fun of Ront. In classic barbarian fashion, Ront has god-tier combat stats, but isn't that bright or good-looking. I decided that the orc bro needs a pal. So I roll Durky Tinker Tank Ironfoot, the Rock Gnome Fighter. Durky always wanted to be a knight, but was raised in a family of tinker gnomes and ran away to be a knight because being a tinkerer sounded dumb. Why would anyone want to sit in a hole all day tinkering when you could be out saving the world? So, before he fled his home, Durky slowly cobbled together a suit of tinker armor that he hides his gadget and all of his clockwork devices in and refuses to disclose his skills or items to the party, except for Ront. Durky and Ront quickly befriend each other with their mutual dislike of the elves. And besides, every big guy needs a tiny friend. The party is called to action by an elven kingdom that is having issues with a demon cult. They begin investigating all over the place for leads. Well, at least the elves are. Raunt isn't allowed to go anywhere because of institutionalized racism. Durkey gets a pass because he's a fay as well. He decides to get his weapons silvered because screw demons. Durkey attempts to look for a blacksmith when he and Ront are stopped by guards. Durkey tells the guards that he's not going anywhere without his orc buddy. So, the guards respond by telling him he won't be going anywhere. Durkey has a bit of an authority problem, struts off with Ront and tells them over his shoulder that they can bite his tiny metal ass. Enraged, the guards attempt to place them under arrest. Attempt? Ront scoops up Durkey and makes a run for it. Durky is doing his best bard impersonation, hurling insults at the guards as he's being carried away. Ront sprints around a corner and pauses to catch his breath and allow Durkey to come up with a plan. After all, Ront isn't exactly the brains of the operation. With a sinister grin, Durkey motions for Ront to get low so he can tell him the plan that has just hatched in his mind. Ront looks confused for a second, then nods as he begins to understand. Ront picks Durkey up, pops around the corner and shot puts 80 pounds of metal and midget straight into the face of a guard. The Durkey cannonball latches onto the guard's head, on contact, and rides it to the ground. The second guard moves to help his fallen companion. With a shout, Ront spears the elf guard into the stone wall hard. Durkey and Ront beat the elf guards unconscious and tie them up. They are forced to break into a nearby house, which they weren't concerned about. What's a little breaking in on top of assaulting city guards? They stuff the guards into a closet and Durkey has Ront place a Tinker music box on the highest shelf that will play Durky's favorite song for 24 hours straight. GWAs gnomes with attitudes disregard the constabulary. With the guards taken care of, the pair has the freedom to move about the city unhindered. So they return to their quest of getting their equipment blinged out in silver. The elf blacksmith has an issue with doing any kind of work for a half-orc, but after some brief negotiating and threats of terrible violence, the blacksmith has a change of racist heart. Ready to fight demons, they regroup with the elves who did manage to contribute by finding out where the party needed to go. The party makes their way into the forest that lies just outside of the city. Gnarled black trees with twisted limbs stretch over the narrow, winding path. Dense fog allows them to only see a few feet in front of their faces. The Cowardly Elves put Durky and Ront on point. Due to Durkey's limited height and limited vision because of the dense fog, he clambers up Ront's back and rides on his shoulders. Ront doesn't mind, Durky's weight is imperceptible to him, like most things. The smell of sulfur and smoke tickle at Durkey's nose. From his half-orc perch, Durkey spots the origin of the rotten egg smell. Hellhounds! We have the advantage of knowing where they are, let's use our superior stealth to flank them and catch them unawares," suggested one of the cowardly elves. Durky couldn't tell which one said it because he wasn't listening. He already had a plan. Durky presses a small hidden button on the breastplate of his armor. Two sharp hisses and twin blasts of air erupt from the shoulders of the armor as it begins to transform. Two long metal lances begin to take shape. Metal twists, spins, and clicks as Durky's fingers grasp the fully formed twin lances. You see, Durkey couldn't afford a mount when he was younger, so he just rode around on his friend's shoulders. He refused to dismount in battle and quickly became a master of shoulder top warfare. He wasn't just a fighter, he's a cavalier with alert mounted combatant, dual wielder and tough. This combined with his friend Ront's endless pursuit of being the fastest half-orc alive meant his sturdy green mount had mobile, charger and great weapon master to boot. Durke gives up his place in the initiative order to go directly after Ront. They release a terrifying and less terrifying war cry. Guess which did which, as they charge through the forest directly into the pack of hellhounds. Ront's long, powerful strides consume the terrain, clearing 100 feet in seconds. The hellhounds don't even have time to react, as the first one takes a lance and glaive directly to its disfigured snout. Durky unleashes a flurry of lance blows, each one piercing the hellhounds' thick black hide. It dies with barely a whimper. They move on to the next hellhound and repeat the same process with brutal precision. Every round some poor soul becomes the target of a stupid fast orc and a really pissed off pile of metal. Ront can use reckless attack every turn, since Durkey can redirect attacks against his mount to himself. The wolf aspect makes it so Durky never needs to worry about disadvantage from being too close with a lance. Durky is the ultimate rider. Ront is the perfect steed. Together, they have become death. They are a tornado of steel and slaughter. They cut through the rest of the hellhounds while the elves run around shooting from a distance. Pansies. The party continues through the woods, Ront and Durky at the front cutting through every demon, hellhound, and creature that gets in their way. They leave a trail of corpses behind them that is so easy enough to follow that even the elves manage not to get lost. Durky had taken a few hits, but he refused to leave Ront's shoulders, but he builds a harness just in case. At the heart of the twisted forest they find a demonic altar. Void of any guards, they sneak their way inside unnoticed. A group of drow stand around a large glyph carved into the stone. Their chanting is becoming feverish and desperate. The glyph pulses with red light, the intensity growing in tandem with the drow cultists chanting. The chant becomes a shout as waves of energy pour out the glowing glyph like a beating heart. Durky shields his eyes from the burst of light, and as his eyes adjust, he can see something clawing its way out of the glowing glyph. An Airenius. It barely acknowledges the drow cultists that have fallen to their knees prostrating themselves before the demon. As its piercing gaze sweeps across the room, it stops where Durky and Raunt are hidden. Its genderless face splits into a wide, sadistic smile and extends a live arm. A bow coalesces from nothingness in its palm. Ront doesn't give the demon an opportunity to summon an arrow to go with its magic bow. He charges the entire distance and tackles the demon to the stone floor. Durky, with advantage, unleashes a barrage of lance attacks with deadly accuracy. The demon manages to slip out from underneath Ront and get to its feet. The elves hurl spells at the demon that have absolutely no effect against it because of its high resistance. Ront grabs the demon and grapples it back down to the floor. It doesn't stand a chance against the duo. They absolutely massacre the demon in four rounds. The elves did manage to help by killing some of the cultists, while Durky and Ront were being actual heroes. With the demon dead, they finish off the remaining cultists and take everything that isn't nailed down or tacky drow ornaments. The elves for the first time actually have a good idea. They want the altar destroyed completely. Durkee rigs the temple to blow with a mixture of explosives and magic, in the process forgetting that they were still in a forest and maybe starting a major fire could have repercussions. They barely managed to outrun the blazing wall of fire that rapidly consumes the forest that is made up of primarily dead trees and tinder. The group finds a cave and takes shelter from the inferno raging outside. Once the fire burns itself out, they return to the kingdom of treehumpers. The fire had been stopped with magic before it made its way back to the kingdom, but they were still pretty pissed. The trio of elves were welcomed as heroes, Durky and Ront, not so much. The elves blame Durky and Ront for the fire, the racist bastards. Even if they happen to be right this time, a squad of guards march forward with the clear intention of not letting Durky and Ront just amble out of there. Durkey activates his suit. Two fire starter tinker tools pop out of the back, with two bottles of alchemist fire popping out behind them. Ront does his best burnout impression while Durky waves goodbye as they tear out of there to the satisfyingly dumbfounded looks on all the elves' faces. What an incredible duo! Both incredibly formidable and incredibly stupid! Have you ever come up with a character concept like this before? Or something even more diabolical and humorous at the same time? Comment your reactions and suggestions in the comment section below! Don't forget to subscribe to our channel, All Things D&D. Our next video will be posted in 3 days, so stay tuned for more amazing Dungeons & Dragons content!